another side to good health, and that's good mental health. All right, we're live. Hello to the many people listening. Hello to the Dinks. We have a very special episode for you today, and it's something that we've never done before on Group Golf Therapy. Connor and Bradford are letting me, Drew Westfall, take the reins. I'm uh, the only person sitting on the couch today, and I'm going to be doing a little uh, question and answer session. Both my wonderful counterparts, Brad and Connor, they have a few questions here for me to answer, and I'm going to go through those and and, uh, see what they lined up here for me today. But first off, a little housekeeping. Happy New Year. We made it. It's 2024. If you're listening to this, and this is the first time you've tuned in to Group Golf Therapy, thank you for listening. We appreciate you. If you've been with us since day one, thank you for still listening to us. It's amazing that we have been doing this now for three years. Um, I When we started this, I didn't know what this was going to turn into. I didn't know we were going to become best friends, Connor and Brad and myself. I didn't know that we would find this welcoming community here on Instagram and here on Spotify and Apple Music and wherever you're listening to this. I didn't think that just three people with similar ideas could make something special like this. So thank you very much for all of the love and support throughout the years. Um, Other housekeeping. We have some new merch dropping soon. If you are a member of the Dinks, which is our channel on Instagram, there's a few hundred of you there. You already saw a preview of our new hat, and we're very excited to drop a lime green colorway of the original rope hat and then an off-white version with green. So be on the lookout for that on social media very soon. All right, let's jump right into the questions here. So Connor and Brad wrote some questions for me, and I'm going to answer them to the best of my ability. All right, question one. Uh, 2024 mental health intentions. That's a really good question, as we are a mental health podcast masquerading as a golf podcast. I'm going to say, for my mental health intentions, I have been going to therapy for roughly, I don't know, maybe six or seven years on and off. And I feel like each time, each therapist that I've seen, it's to work on something specifically in my life that I'm trying to better. And going into 2024, I'm also going to be trying to work on, I guess this is a... a Resolution. I'm not really a resolution person, but a mental health and life resolution for me is uh, the word less. I uh, I really appreciate the author Ryan Holiday. He's written uh, a few of my favorite books. He is a, a modern day Stoic author, and one of the words that he went into 2023 was less, and meaning you know like fewer commitments fewer or less stress, um, just trying to minimize all of the noise that happens in your day-to-day life. 
so for me, less is going to be a big word for for this upcoming year, whether it's having fewer possessions in your life that are just kind of cluttering your day-to-day workplace, fewer commitments, things that I, I don't actually want to be doing, but I just say yes to because I am afraid to say no, thinking that maybe those opportunities might not come again. And, and hopefully by lessening some things in my life, I will be able to have more time for uh, the people most important in my life, my family and my friends. And of course, taking care of myself and my own mental health. So for me, lessening all of the things that are not actually helping or achieving goals or uh, making more quality time in my life are things that are going to go for me. All right. Next question is, you get to play golf in three countries in 2024. Name them. All right. Since... Connor is not here. I'm just going to go with what how I'm interpreting this question. And I'm not sure if this is three new countries that I've never played in or just three countries in general. Um, but I'm going to go with three countries that I've never played in before. So one would be Canada. I live in Wisconsin. Canada is relatively close to me compared to every other country in the world. And I also have some dear friends in the Toronto area. Uh, Christine Frazier, shout out Christine, uh, shout out to Ryan Barrett, both alums of the pod. I need to get over across the pond, Lake Michigan, and uh, and tee it up with you folks. And of course, there's a lot of other amazing golf in Canada. Canada's a very big country, and I would love to golf in many places, whether it's Cabot, whether it's getting out to Vancouver. I love Vancouver. I love Montreal. I actually don't know about the golf scene in Montreal, but it is one of my favorite cities in the world to visit. And of course, Toronto. So hopefully here's to Canada in 2024. Um, Other countries, uh, I guess for me, the UK is a big one. I know the UK is not a country, but I would love to get to England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales. I want to get over there for obvious reasons. There is a lot of good golf there. The golf scene is very different from the U.S., so I've been told, and also have a lot of friends in that area, so the U.K. And my third country, I, I don't know if any of these are actually feasible for me, but I am, uh, I'm Korean, so I would love to get to Seoul because the energy in South Korea around golf is palpable i i mean it's it's a whole country of golf sickos and i feel like it would be a grand homecoming for me to get to to seoul korea uh or just so uh south korea in general so for sure canada uk korea Uh, those are kind of top on my bucket list of places i want to go in general but to golf there would be the icing on the cake for sure all right this is the next question i really like this one this is says if bradford connor and drew were golf clubs which ones would they be and why and 
this question to me is obviously very specific to the person answering it because we all have different relationships with the golf clubs in our bag. And if my favorite club is the driver and the next person's favorite club is their putter, I'm sure there'll be very different answers for each person. So for me, I'm I'm going by what the clubs in my bag and, and how I feel about them and then how I feel like that represents the three of us. So uh, Bradford, I'm going to say Bradford is uh, a 56 degree, a sand wedge. And my reasoning why for me and how I view my sand wedge is it's, it's always there for me. It's one of my favorite clubs to hit. I know if I'm 95 yards out, I can get it close to the pin and it's dependable. And that's how I feel about Bradford. Bradford is the friend that is, uh, he's always there for you. And he has this innate ability to pick up on things that you're not even saying. And he is able to always read between the lines, whether you're, whether it's via a text, a FaceTime, or whether you're in person. Uh, and that's something that I really appreciate about B is, uh, he's, he's always there for you. And for me, my 56 is always there for me. Connor, this is a, this is a good one. Uh, this, I'm going to say that Connor is a, for me, he is a hybrid. Connor is, and the reason why I say the hybrid, my relationship with my hybrid is, he is, uh, it's a club that it's just, you don't, I, I like, I hadn't played a hybrid until recently, but then I was like, I've always needed this club in my bag. I just didn't know it. Like, think about how much better my life would have been for the past 30 some years if I would have had this hybrid. And that's how I feel about Connor. It's, I, I didn't know that I didn't need it because I, I never experienced it before. But then once Connor came into my life, he has been that person that I'm like, I didn't know that I needed you in my life, but now that you're here, I am so happy that I get to, you get to be one of the 14 in my bag every time I'm out there. So Connor, thank you for being that surprising and delightful person that came into my life that I didn't even know how valuable you would be to me as a friend and as a business partner. But now that you're here, you're not going anywhere, man. You're staying in my bag forever. All right. And then uh, if I were a golf club, what would I be and why? Oh, God. Um, I, I'm going to say that I am the driver. And this is not a, this is not like a macho, uh, I'm not going uh, Bryson saying that I, I, I want to be the one that can hit it the furthest. But for me, my driver kind of is the club that I pull out and I, uh, I, I like using it. I feel like it's kind of the, the lead club in the bag, whether it's the first tee shot and, uh, you know, as the fearless leader of, of group golf therapy and, and the things that we're doing, I feel like the things that I do are, are constantly trying to, to drive us forward and keep the momentum going and keep the snowball uh, together. So yeah, I'm I'm the driver, but I'm very curious to hear what Connor and Brad would say about about that. 
All right. This next one. <laughs> uh, this next one is, uh, what do you think your obituary would read? And uh, this is a tough one because I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a person that is uh, very like self congratulatory to myself. I feel like I, I feel like I'm not very good at uh, at talking about myself uh, positively, and uh, you know that's maybe just a whole another can of worms. But to be funny, or I thought it would be funny. Maybe you won't think it's funny. I put it into uh, I put this prompt into Chat GPT, and this is what Chat and AI said my obituary would read. <laughs> it says, "In memory of Drew Westfall, a passionate golf podcaster whose voice resonated across the fairways and beyond. Drew's insightful commentary and genuine love for the sport brought joy to listeners worldwide." His legacy lives on in the countless moments of laughter, camaraderie he shared with his audience and friends. May his final round be played on the most heavenly courses. Rest in peace, Drew, a true legend of the links. And honestly, I, I don't I don't hate that. You know, maybe we could have sprinkled in about, you know, family, things of that nature, but AI AI didn't do me dirty. I, I would if that was on my gravestone or in my uh, my obituary i would be completely fine with that so thank you to technology for that all right i really like this next question i gotta i gotta take a sip of diet coke to just uh clear my throat for this one all right our favorite party game Many people's favorite party game. Fuck, Mary, kill. John Rom to live. Arnold Palmer's cardigans, and Larry Mize. This is super easy for me. Uh, I'm gonna we're gonna fuck Arnie's cardigans because obviously I'm gonna marry John Rom because. He has half a billy in the bank. We're marrying that. No prenup. I'm getting some of that. And uh, R.I.P. Larry Mize, you're dead. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It wouldn't be hard to kill him, I'm sure, either. And for anyone listening, this is a parody podcast. We are not talking about murdering Larry Mize, Masters champion. All right. Next question. If you were stranded on an island with three items in your golf bag for survival, what would they be and why? Um, I feel like this is actually kind of an easy question. I don't know if if uh, Bradford... Because, I mean, golf, during a round of golf, it's kind of like you're surviving on an island for three to five, six hours. So you you kind of already have some of those things in your bag. And he didn't say what three golf clubs he said items so for me in my golf bag i have i would i would save uh i have a a pocket knife in my bag so that's an easy one that that is a survival tool uh my second item i also actually keep a box of matches or a, a match box in my bag so that's an easy one we're gonna get some fire we got a knife and my last item I might save is um, 
maybe maybe it's a tie between sunscreen. Uh, I don't know if how important that is, especially after it runs out, um, or if I would save. Um, oh God, what would be my third item? I got I got a knife. I got fire. What's in my golf bag? Uh, golf balls? No, that's not going to help you. Golf clubs probably won't help you. Um, I I do actually carry like a rain suit on occasion, so maybe I would keep the rain suit and <laughs> try to uh, like Michael Scott when he went survivor mode and <laughs> when he cut apart his suit to make a to make a, a tent and to make other items and make a, a headband or whatever he did. So maybe I'm going to keep my rain suit and, uh, and the why for all of those items, I, I hope the knife and the, the fire are obvious in the rain suit. You know, maybe I could fashion it into a tent or, you know, just keep the sun off during the day. Uh, this is another really good question from Bradford. And I, I've been thinking about this one for a while and uh, I, I don't even know. I'm going to read the question. What is your greatest self-inflicted wound? And his example he gave is, you gave the greatest, best man speech in the world, and your fly was down the whole time. Um, what is the greatest self-inflicted wound that I have done to myself? Uh, I mean, I feel like a lot of times... I've, I've actually done things that were self inflicted I have one. I have one. And it, it actually sticks with me to this day. Um, so my dad was a, a shop teacher in high school. So he taught power tools, woods, uh, welding, um, all of the things, like all the trades nowadays, he, he taught that in school. So growing up, I learned how to handle tools power tools properly, or I should have. But one of the things that my dad taught me was uh, if you've ever used a chisel, you want to chisel away from yourself and not to yourself. So this is actually an, an actual self-inflicted wound. And the reason why the reason why I'm mentioning this is I still have a scar on my wrist that I, I, I look at every single day, and I've never forgotten since then to not chisel away from myself. I, so I was, I don't know, I was doing something stupid, but I had a chisel and I chiseled myself right into the wrist, uh, like right, um, not on like the wrist wrist, but like right where the tendon of the thumb kind of meets your wrist. So like on the side of it, but I have a scar to this day and I will never forget chisel away from yourself not towards yourself and that is my greatest self-inflicted wound all right the last question from bradford wilson is which pro golfer has the best off-course hobby lifestyle that you'd want to spend a day with and his example is tiger diving with the navy seals uh this one this one's actually pretty easy for me as a, a family man with kids I loved watching Full Swing and seeing how much Tony Finau's family meant to him. And seeing, you know, Tony has four kids, I believe, five kids and a wife. 
And the fact that he is able to keep all of those plates spinning while also being one of the best golfers in the world, to me, is amazing. And, yeah, the the fact that he was catching heat for people thinking that his family was a distraction to him, uh, I think is probably from someone that's never had kids before. But, yeah, I... I would love to have his off course lifestyle because, you know, you see the things that they post on social and it looks like they just are always having a great time, enjoy spending time with each other. It seems like he has a a pretty large extended family as well. And they just, you know, they just love on each other. uh, And that is, that's, that's the kind of off, off course hobby lifestyle I'd want to have. Um, we saw earlier this year that Tony was on the bag for his son playing in a golf tournament, uh, in a junior tournament. And for me, that would be the ultimate goal as a, a golf lover parent to see your kids succeed and thrive doing something they love and having that shared passion together. I, I can't think of anything better than that. So hopefully one of my kids someday likes to golf and if not that's that's totally cool too but yeah just just uh spending time with your family and watching them grow up and and not missing those moments i think it's really cool so shout out to you tony i'd love to see it all right so in other news season five we're coming to the end here soon we're going to be taking a little reset And we're going to be coming out with some new stuff in season six. I'm not going to say exactly what we have planned for season six. I'll save that for a shrinks only episode with with my two beautiful co-hosts. But just know that something is coming. Something very exciting is coming for season six. And I will tease, I will hint that the thing that all brought us together and the whole reason that we continue to, to put out this show is uh, our love for each other and our admiration for for each other. And we're going to see a lot more of that in season six. And I'm very excited for that. So thank you for tuning in. This was a shorter episode, but we had to give the people what they wanted. And we're excited to hopefully tee it up with many of you in person. Hopefully we will be at tournaments and events and all different things that are happening in the golf space so stay tuned here join our dinks channel on instagram where you'll get exclusive access to shrink thoughts merch drops random thoughts from bradford uh funny gifts all and the like so join there and yeah thank you very much you've listened to group golf therapy hit them straight and mind your golf.